Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. There's a progression. There's a progression over these past few episodes to bring us to now, right? There's always, they always build. There's never, they're always, a, there's always a connection. And so when we talked about the human capacity for denial, and it's because of that gift for denial that enabled people to live in separation, to be able to exist without imploding because a soul cannot live separate or in separation because it cannot exist without its divine connection. If it splits for too long, the results are horrible. But as much as we were gifted with that capacity for denial, it also, as we had said, set us up for failure, right? We became wired for failure. Yeah. Because we would never be able to take responsibility or full responsibility for our experiences. Yeah. Because everything was always happening to us, not because of us. And as we kind of talked about then, well, what's it like? So how do we get through these coming years? Well, we need love, hope, and knowing in order to bear witness to what is to come. And what has happened already. Yes, exactly. We're at a stage now towards the end of 2022 where we're starting to recognize and see what's to come or we can start to sense that while certain battles might be finished, the war is not over. And we often had, you know, it used to always be said, sometimes you would lose a battle in order to win a war, right? Some battles you just can't fight because you put all your energy into, into that battle. You won't have enough resources in order to fight the next one because, you know, wars are endless. And so sometimes we find ourselves compromising our principles. It feels icky. I've had to do that recently. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. 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 When I wanted to take on the whole police force. (laughs) And the whole it's like gross. judicial system oh, yes. because of some bullshit. And in the end, I had to just suck it up because although I could have fought it, it would have required all my energy. And actually, it was better taking on the system rather than the symptom. Mm. But I hated it. I even now when I think about it, it makes me angry that I had to let it go. And I feel like I've always said that. I like declare like, oh, I will never do that. I will always stand up for everything. I will oh. always. And then you don't. And, it, and then you feel like somehow you've let yourself down. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Mm. When I didn't do this. And it mm. took me a while to let go of it. I'm so sorry because I think I was one of them that was like. No, everyone told me. Rhea, I'm really sorry to have to share this with you, but I'm not sure if this is the battle you're going to win. No. And I know that. It's made me more defiant, not less. Yeah. You're like, I'm not surrendering to the system. Yeah. I will. <laughs> and that's the thing about this. It's such bullshit because we really don't know what we're going to do in like any given situation. Oh, ever, time, ever. You know, <laughs> until it's actually happening. Mm. And I find I constantly do this where I'm like, oh, when this happens, I'll do this. And in the end, you don't know how you're going to feel to the moment. And I guess that's the humility piece now where I find myself I was- going, don't even fucking bother. I was just going to say, that's where the humility piece of a few episodes ago comes yeah. in, right? It's just like, I know it's like, I'm never going to message him again. Well, then I just messaged him like an hour ago because everything changed. So you don't know, no. you know, like we always joke about like, oh, it's done forever. Well, you don't know. No. You never know. Or when you become a parent and you're like, I'm never going to let my child do that. I'll never let them 
watch the iPad or whatever while yeah, we eat dinner. Yeah, and then they're permanently attached to the iPad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <At> one... <laughs> yeah, because we'll do. We'll do. And it's not always because we're lazy. I, I promise you, we also have the best of intentions. But sometimes, as you said, we do what we need to do to bring us peace. Yeah. Right? We'll lose that battle in order to fight another day. Yeah. Because at some point we need peace. We didn't have what it took to take on that fight. Not in the long term. But now we do. Now we do. Now we've been through enough and we've been rested enough and we're beginning to recognize what's going to require our energies. Okay. But if we thought that the worst of it was behind us, we're wrong. Okay. I was like, do I have to say wrong? That's yeah. such a 3D word. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. We're we are mistaken. mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to laugh. <laughs> yes. We're mistaken. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's exactly it, right? Right. So no, always thinks things, I just said it, always think things are done and they're not done. No, they're not done. As we said in the previous episode, the end of 3D it's really just beginning, you know, there's just so many layers. As we said, there's the core, the core beliefs and ideologies that upheld 3D are not gone. There's still enough people out there and people in positions of influence who hold those core beliefs, who have not gone anywhere, which means that they keep it in place and that there are enough people who believe in it or who support that who support the idea of separation because they cannot fathom that 5D is possible. Because we'll be fair, there's two groups, right? Not to create separation. But there are those souls who come here for the separation experience. That is what they're here for. That is the only reason they're here. And they're just going to see it to the bitter end. They will not be destroyed just because there's a shit ton of people in 5D. It doesn't work that way. As we said in Welcome to the Jungle and whatever other episode we've alluded to, 3D and 5D will always coexist in parallel. It just There's no other way around it. And that's fine. It's completely possible. Because we're not here to build 5D overnight, right? Yeah. It, it takes generations. And this is all just sort of foundation laying and understanding how we can integrate 5D principles into a 3D world. Because we can't just destroy 3D all at once. We destroy ourselves in the process. Makes sense. Yeah. And it's just so much messier this way. So why wouldn't we do it this way, right? <laughs> but when we compromise our values and our principles so much... We can become easily defeated. Well, yeah, because we're effectively compromising ourselves. In compromising ourselves, the more we do so, the less of ourselves there is to fight. Mm. Therefore, the easier it is to defeat us. Yeah. It's literally just maths. Yeah. In the past few years, they've had two distinct effects, right? Either they've made people more inured to the systems and turned them into sheep, or they've rallied people who have said, wait, hold on. I think you're curbing my liberties here. Stop. I, this does not make me happy. This feels very uncomfortable to me, even if I can't define why. Let's examine this, right? We ended up sort of seeing separation in a different way, very much in our faces. That's precisely the point of what these battles have been about. It's been about allowing this one fundamental principle to surface because it's going to be that principle that it becomes the driving force toward 5D. Which is? Freedom, individual and social freedoms, because effectively we are not free if everyone around us is not in oneness. That's not possible. 
Well, also, it's just also just not possible. It's just not possible, right? Because if you're free, but no one else is free, then you're not totally free because you can't do anything you want to do because other people can't join you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've been forced to endure the opposite. Yeah. And rather than push back, we've kind of accepted it. Yeah, a lot of people have become very complacent, right? I mean, that's how, and that's how authoritarian regimes take hold. It's almost like someone else's freedom somehow impacts on my own safety. Hmm. I'm not going to give any examples. I'm not interested in getting into that. Yeah. But trying to make other people do something so you feel safer is not only keeping yourself in prison. Yeah. But it's trying to make other people join you. Yes. And... I don't like this miserable party of one. Yeah. <laughs> Come join this unhappy and that, party. <laughs> and, what is that, and that's effectively like the tenet of polarity, right? It it's, is. It's the, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm mm-hmm. good, you're bad. But I guess like if you're talking about then the end of 3D, that signifies the end of that. And the start of 5D yes. represents the start into oneness, which means that you do you and I do me. Yeah. And hopefully our paths converge and you doing you and me doing me means us doing us. Yes, because harmony and flow underpin 5D, right? So it's completely possible. But what keeps us out of that is being suppressed. So we can't be in harmony because we're not being able to be in harmony with ourselves. Therefore, we can't be in harmony with anything else. Because when our, when our paths are being directed by an outside force of any kind, we fall out of flow. Yeah. Because 5D only comes through us. And so if we cannot bring 5D forward, if we cannot stay in oneness because someone's saying, you have to do this, you have to do that, that doesn't allow us to exist in love with hope and accessing our knowing. So I guess really, even when the polarities are finished, until we can live freely, we'll be in a constant flux between that freedom and that suppression. Exactly. So would it lead to just war? we're still at war within ourselves and outside of ourselves. We're still seeing embattled and embittered countries and people. And that will remain for a while. Those just don't necessarily end overnight, not without some massive catastrophic event to precipitate that. So we will feel somehow involved or as if something is at stake. So long as we do not feel that we are free enough to live the lives we choose to live for ourselves. Well, yeah, like, I know that feeling. If I'm not free mm-hmm. to be me, yeah, I want to fight against that. It's in our nature, too. When we are truly, truly connected, when we are the divine manifest, there's absolutely no way we can be stopped because we cannot compromise our principles anymore. Again, that's what makes us unstoppable. Because in order to be authentic and to live the lives as we are meant to, as is, has been set forth and written in our fate... There's absolutely no way we can fall out of that anymore because it is then set. And that is what makes us immortal. (laughs) I'm still confused by the immortal. (laughs) So by the end of this year, you know, the lines will have been drawn for a new world order. And we may not necessarily see them exactly for what they are. When you say new world order, what do you mean? Okay. So there's no denying that the West and specifically America has held the seat of power for quite some time. And that seat of power is shifting east. It has been foretold, it has been written, it has been foreseen for a long time. This is not something that is just because of events over the past 
four, eight, you know, 12, 16 years, it has been coming. But we're not ready for that yet because we're still so far from understanding the concept of oneness and so locked in our karma and so ignored and accepting of separation that we are truly chasing our tails when it comes to what that's going to look like because we cannot create a place for ourselves in that new world order. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. The analogy they're giving me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try this and then you can see if it makes sense to you. It's a bit like all the times I've ever moved to different countries. I'm not a citizen. I may not speak the language. Eventually I will. But I'm confident that I will sort of learn the rules and the social mores and I will get through and I will make a life for myself. It takes a lot of, for lack of any better word, gumption to be able to do that. It's not just confidence. Sometimes it's a bit of stupidity or naivete because I'm like, ah, I can make that work. No problem. (laughs) With no prior knowledge. (laughs) But it's that experience that has just taught me over and over again that it almost doesn't even matter where I am. It is who I am that makes that life possible. So I can do this wherever I go, right? Most people don't understand that yet. They cling to the lives that they currently have because it is so familiar that they will do everything in their power to make it work. But because of that, their power is not their power alone. Their power is rooted in the life that they have created for themselves. So they are completely codependent upon the systems in which they've created or contributed to in order to make that life possible. Now, all of those systems are falling apart. And we've been trying to share with people, understand that your world is completely temporary, always has been. There has never been a constant ever except you and your karma, (laughs) right? But that karma can be dealt with. That karma can be healed. That karma can be burned out. If you focus on that, you can exist and live and thrive and find your heaven on earth any fucking where. So no matter where these lines are drawn or how they are drawn, there's all this fear that if something goes, we won't be okay. The point is you have to know and believe that you'll be okay no matter what. And then you will be. That is the beginning of, not the end of. Once you understand that, you can find your place within that world and make it your own then you can create a world that you desire, not that someone else tells you to desire. Exactly. And those are values-based choices, right? Because that's what we're going to be seeing. It's not about our sense of right and wrong, you know, blue or red or labor Tory or Britain, Europe or whatever. It's not about that. It's the values. And the fundamental value for any soul is freedom. We cannot exist without it. If we pretend that we can, our lives become a joke. And I guess that means that when we are able to understand, express and exercise those values, we'll be ready for that new world. Yeah. Because we'll be existing where not only we are free, mm-hmm. but we respect our freedom. Yes. Therefore, we respect other people. Yeah. Therefore, we are in oneness. Well, we're at least hopefully at the beginning of oneness that yeah, way, right? right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And people don't understand yet that that's really what's at stake. In 2020 and 2021, the fight over freedom seemed really petty to people. It's really not that big a deal. Just do this and we'll all be done. It was the give up that fight. <laughs> so we can win the war. Yeah. Yeah. But 
What was the war? Exactly. Exactly. But it was all just about getting us ready for what's to come. And we're really shortcutting everyone here by giving them the answer now. Like, you always want the answer, right? Like, just give me the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I'll figure out how to get there. And they're like, no, no, no. You got to figure out how to get there first. Yeah. Just figure it out step by step. Yeah. Right? Piece by piece. And you'll be fine because then you'll be completely empowered and ready for what the answer is. And it's all going to be nothing. And you'll have processed it within two seconds. Well, the answer, it turns out that you already know the answer Yeah. by the time you get to the place where they're giving you the answer. Exactly. But in this case, they're giving us the answer, Okay. Why? which is freedom. Oh, I see. Freedom is your greatest possession for your soul. Humans don't seek freedom. They seek comfort and familiar, right? That is why in our previous episode, we kind of talked about how like all these other experiences are to really break us out of our humanness. Humans don't like freedom, and that keeps them chained to 3D. And that complacency is what is what prevents us from evolving. And so, and by evolving, we mean just being able to hold more love <laughs> and feeling great and happy. Yes, evolution yes. isn't a shitty thing; it's an amazing thing. Oh, completely, completely. Yeah. But right now, we really are talking about saving our souls, and our soul's greatest possession is its freedom. And without it, what is left? Right. So, I don't want to lend things on a down note, <laughs> but we are. You know, we have been prepared. We have greater resolve. We have a greater bullshit meter, right? We understand what our truth is. If most of us have been, if enough of us have been able to tackle our karma and stare it down, we're ready. Then I guess that's why it means it's tomorrow won't come until you show up. Because the you show up bit is finding out who you are and then showing up as that. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. We will save our souls. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.